The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but the Pharisees and the scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided up the property between them, After a few days, the younger son collected all of his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough to eat? But here I am, dying from hunger. Shall I get up and go to my father and say to him, Excuse me, I shall get up and go to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fatted calf and slaughter it. Let us, then let us celebrate with a feast because this son of mine was dead and he has come to life again. He was lost and he has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son, who had been out in the field, and on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fatted calf, because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry. And when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you have given me, yet yet you have never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fatted calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always, and everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice, because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost, and he has been found. (laughs) 
My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, during this Lenten season, I've been trying to draw people's attention to the antiphon before Mass as a way that we can uh, meditate on the word of the word of God and because there are many many layers and beautiful meanings in these antiphons and today our antiphon comes from Psalm 145 and it's so very beautiful the Lord is kind and full of compassion slow to anger abounding in mercy how good is the Lord to all compassionate to all his creatures and this, actually, this Psalm 145 draws from uh, a scene in Exodus number 34, and it's the way that God the Father describes himself. Aren't you glad this is God's description of who he is? Full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in mercy, good to all, compassionate to all his creatures. And it's even more astounding when you think of it in terms of the, what's going on in the story in Exodus at that time. Moses had went up the mountain for, and he was gone for a long time and the people didn't know what happened to him. So they decided to make another god. And they gathered all their gold and jewelry and they made a golden calf. And then Moses came down, of course, and, and broke God's commandments and was furious and... Uh, God also was mad, and, and, uh, but Moses kind of talked, talked to God about sparing the people. But this is, so then the second time Moses goes up the mountain, after he smashed God's commandments, after the people had totally abandoned the Father, he goes up a second time. And this is how God, at this second juncture, this is how God introduces himself, how he, how he gives his own self-identification, um, slow to anger rich in compassion, loving to, towards all. And so the Father, it's good to know that. And this, this whole Psalm 145 is King David extolling the Father and how merciful and how good the Father is. It's good to know this when we sin because we often um, take the wrong attitude towards our own sin. When I was in the novitiate, uh, one of my classmates didn't, didn't know how to drive. He was from Trinidad, so he never learned to drive. So it's okay in the novitiate. We don't go anywhere for a year. We, we kind of stay put in the novitiate for a whole year. But when we got to the studium in St. Louis, then he had to learn to drive. And I told him, you know, brother, you know, it's not that you're not going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes when you're driving. It's what you do after the mistake that counts. For example, if you find yourself going through a red light, what do you do next? Do you jam on the brakes in the intersection, intersection and get killed? Or do you hit the accelerator and get out of there as fast as you can before you get hit? So it's what we do after the mistake that counts. And it's the same in sinning. Because we're all going to sin. Welcome to the human race. We're all Christians. We're all sinners. But we're all redeemed sinners. And what we do after we sin is what is so important. So sometimes we're too lax on ourselves when we sin. You know, we're too easy on ourselves, and that way we're never going to repent. We're going to think it's okay, and we're never going to repent. Sometimes we're too hard on ourselves. 
You know, we, we, we um, are too strict and we can even go, we can even slip across the border into an ugly, horrible place called scrupulosity land. And that's not a place to be. It's a mental illness. You don't want to go there. So we could be too hard and we can't believe that God can't forgive us. So we have to find that middle ground when it comes to our own self-examination and our own looking at ourselves. We know we need to repent and we know God is <coughs> kind and merciful. And this verse, the Psalm 145 or going to Exodus 34 is a way to keep ourselves in the middle, is a way to keep ourselves in the middle. So when we sin, we need to seek forgiveness, laugh at ourselves, and then go to confession. <laughs> And then it's all right. It's all right. Uh, the devil can't abide laughter. So if we can laugh at ourselves, it helps that sin, helps us let go of that sin. And through each confession, we start again. We start over. We reboot it. It's a new day. Um, we're washed clean by the blood of the Lamb. So we rejoice when we come out of that confessional.